Hey, Mark here, and I'm calling in before today's episode with a little favour to ask, if I may, please. You see, today I'm changing the format of the Podcast Accelerator. I'm trialling a longer form deep dive episode, real specific actionable takeaways, and introducing my recommended podcast tool of the week. Now, the format is ever so slightly different. It is a little bit longer, and during this episode, which is a huge, deep dive, massive piece of free podcast education. During this episode, I'm going to break off for about 90 seconds to recommend a podcasting tool that I think will help you. And at the end, stick around because there's a new section at the end, which is three actionable takeaways that you can implement today based on today's deep dive. So let me know what you think of this new format, please. That's the favour that I'm asking. You can do that on Twitter, at Mr. Asquith. And you can get the written version of this over on my Twitter profile as well. Once again, that's at Mr. Asquith. And enjoy this episode of the Podcast Accelerator. It's really nice to be liked, isn't it? It's really nice to be validated and to see people enjoying our work. And more so, it's really nice to see people telling other people about our work, and that is why podcast reviews exist. But I think most podcasters, well, certainly most podcasters from certain types of podcasting niches, go about grabbing podcast reviews, maybe in a way that isn't quite as good as it could be. So let's talk about that today here on the Podcast Accelerator. I'm your host, Mark Asquith, CEO and co-founder of Rebel Base Media, where we make podcasting technology, including the world's only growth-oriented podcast host, Captivate.fm. If you are looking for a podcast hosting platform that doesn't charge you a fortune for quote-unquote advanced features, and if you are looking for a personal team of podcast experts to work with that don't make you feel silly when you don't know all the answers, check out Captivate.fm, all right? You're going to get seven days completely on us to kick the tires and get a feel for why Captivate is the best choice for your podcast hosting needs. Go and check it out at Captivate.fm. Also, a quick shout out to the team at Aweber, who of course bring this show to you in partnership with moi. Aweber is the email marketing platform of choice that well, I use it for everything. You know, I use it for onboarding people onto podcast websites, into podcastsuccessacademy.com. I use it for sending out the newsletters from Rebel Base Media. I use it for the feature releases that we do. But importantly, I use it as a way of giving you a mechanism to get back in touch with me. So many people reply to me every single week, really every single week, replying to the emails that I sent them about the content that we've published. So please, if you're a podcaster wondering how the heck do I get more engagement for my show, consider your email marketing and do check out markaskwith.com slash Aweber. Like I said, I get it. It's nice to be nice and it's nice to be liked. That's why we love seeing reviews on our podcast, right? I mean, it's certainly not for other reasons like growing our show or, you know, trying to get up the iTunes rankings or anything like that. Or, or, or is it? Or maybe do people still think that that's a thing? I don't know. I don't know. Now, what I see happening a heck of a lot in certain places on the internet and um, even in, in certain types of guest pitching that I see, which I'm going to talk about next week, is people just unsolicited review seeking. So they're going out and they're asking like just for random people to review their podcast, whether it's a review swap, whatever it is, right? And I get it. I get why 
that happens. Because if you see a podcast, it's like, ooh, this one's got 10,000 reviews. It must be better than the other one. I get that. It's brand positioning. It's a little bit of social proof, a little bit of social testimony. But podcasting isn't like it. It used to be, all right? It's not like that anymore because more and more people that are used to seeing reviews on everything else are entering the podcast space. My mum is starting to listen to podcasts. Do you think that my mum, who is completely driven on where she eats based on Yelp reviews and TripAdvisor reviews, and she digs, do you think she's going to look at a podcast review that says, great show, thumbs up, from John in Nova Scotia on a show about women's knitting and crochet for weddings? No, do you think do you think that my mum's going to look at that and be like, oh yeah, okay? No, of course she's not. Now that's a very extreme, a highly contrived, and a little bit facetious in terms of an example. But the reason that I say that is that look, review swapping, asking for people to review your show when you get to become a guest on it—it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. All right, that is a hell of a lot of effort. It's a lot of effort. Why don't we put the effort into actually trying to generate genuine reviews? Whether you do that via Podchaser, whether you do it via Apple Podcasts, or wherever you can leave your reviews for your podcast, it doesn't matter, all right? Why don't we spend a bit of time generating a marketing campaign that helps people to understand? Why don't we build in calls to action into our show so that genuine listeners know how to do this? And then why don't we use something like my great friend, Mr. Daniel J. Lewis's plugin, mypodcastreviews.com, to aggregate those back and start to look at what these reviews are starting to feel like inside our web dashboards. It's a no-brainer, all right? And this is what kind of baffles me with this sort of stuff. I can't think of, like, imagine you're a plumber, all right? And you go out there and you go on Facebook and you say, hey, other plumbers, let's go and do a review swap. Okay, John Smith's plumbing, reviewed. Jonathan Smith's plumbing. And you're like, wait, what? wait a second, what's going on here? And it's just these top-level, superficial, great show reviews. If you saw that in any other industry, you'd get a little bit shaky. You'd be like, oh, wait a second, what's going on here? So why do we think in podcasting that that's a reasonable thing to do? It's not. It's crazy. And we're doing it for the numbers because we think it'll manipulate the charts. It will not. There are so many other factors that go into creating a podcast chart than bloody reviews, all right? It's just not how it works, okay? So what I would prefer we do is we come up with very strong and simple marketing messages to generate genuine reviews for our show from the people that actually listen. And yes, there might be far fewer of them. There might be far fewer of them, but it doesn't matter. One in-depth review. Think about how you look at Amazon reviews, all right? If you, like, I just, if, you know, I just bought a couple of things for some YouTube videos that I'm doing, all right? And I look through um, the reviews. Let's use the, let's use the Sigma lens that I just bought. I just bought a Sigma lens, 24mm f1.4 lens, all right? What I don't do is look at the review that says great lens or terrible lens. I don't do that. I don't look at those reviews. What I do is I look at the reviews that say, okay, look, the vignetting on a full-frame camera is a little bit much for me on this one, but ultimately, if you're using it on a crop sensor camera, actually, it's a really, really good lens, and the the, the bokeh that you get on it from the f1.4 aperture is really, really great for video as well, and the autofocus is, is fantastic on facial recognition. So I look at the detail of these reviews. So one well-placed review, 
It's the same on TripAdvisor or Yelp. You know this, all right? You know this because you research as well. It's not like you are just a creator asking for reviews. You also look at reviews across the board for everything else that you interact with. Holidays, hotels, flights, attractions, restaurants, stuff on Amazon. So think about yourself as a consumer. What would be useful to your potential podcast listener? And how can you ask people to give you reviews in a format that is easy to follow for that potential new listener? What about if we just devise some calls to action that are, hey, if you like the show, I'd be delighted if you could head over to Podchaser and leave a review for us. And do let us know why you like the show, how long you've been listening, and in particular, what you find really useful or entertaining. And let us know if there's anything that you think we could change. Get some decent reviews by actually generating a format that works, all right? Bit of a rant, but I see it so many times per day in Facebook groups asking for review swaps, and people think it's great. It's balmy. It's crazy. It's crazy. I get it. I know why we do it, and I know that people want the numbers. Go and ask your friends and family to start with. Don't ask strangers. Go and ask your mum to listen to your show, like actually listen to it, then to leave a review. Your friends, your partner, Go and ask people, if you want numbers to get you up and running, if you want 10 reviews to get started, believe me, you have 10 people that would listen to your show and leave a review right now. They're all the friends that do other stuff with you, all right? Go and ask them to leave a genuine review if you want to get started with it. And then from there, building mechanisms to make it easier to leave reviews in a format that's useful for potential listeners. Because remember, that is our goal, generate new long-term listeners. All right? Think about it. It's a rant, but it's what I do. It's what I do. (laughs) Now, thanks for joining me. It's always a pleasure. Do check out Captivate.fm for your podcast host. And I will be back with a revamped free coaching this week on Friday over in the Podcast Growth and Launch Tips group. Go and check it out. It's a rebel-based media podcast group on Facebook with nearly 3,000 members. I'll be live over there this Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern. So please go and check it out. I'll see you there. And until the next time, never forget, the more you expect from yourself, the more you will excel.